Good afternoon. I'm Pramina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hey, thanks for joining us. And for those of you watching us on YouTube and on Facebook, glad you could join us today. We begin with this very sad news. The chairman of the Metro Manila Development Authority, Danilo Lim, has passed away after contracting COVID-19. He was 65 years old. President Duterte spokesman Harry Roque confirmed the news. Lim announced that he tested positive for COVID-19 last December 29, but said his symptoms then were mild. He is the highest-ranking cabinet official to have died of the deadly disease. Lim was a retired military brigadier general. He led the failed coup attempt against former President Corazon Aquino in 1989. He was also linked in the plot to oust former President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. He was detained from 2006 to 2010 on rebellion charges, but was granted temporary freedom by the military. Lim served as Customs Bureau Deputy Commissioner under former President Benigno Aquino III. He joined the Duterte administration as MMDA chairman in 2017. The palace expresses its condolences to the Lim family. It says Lim served with professionalism, competence and integrity, and for that he will be dearly missed. As a new COVID-19 variant reached the Philippines, that's what health officials are trying to figure out. After Hong Kong recorded four cases of the new COVID-19 variant, one of whom arrived from the Philippines last month, Hong Kong authorities said case number 9003 was a 30-year-old female Hong Kong resident who returned from Manila last December 22 via flight PR-300. The new and more infectious COVID variant, which was first detected in the UK, has started to spread across the globe, prompting the Philippines to impose travel restrictions on several countries. Health officials earlier said Filipinos may soon learn if the new variant has entered the country, with genome sequencing results expected this week. For Dr. Guido David of the Octa Research Group, there's a high probability the new variant has already reached local shores, but he's also not ruling out the possibility the passenger got it upon arriving in Hong Kong. Hindi pa naman yan absolute confirmation. Opo, um, opo. Possible naman na yung transmission yan nakuha niya locally sa airport. So hindi pa naman natin nasasabi talaga na uh, galing dito. Pero siyempre, uh, may malaking possibility na galing sa dito. Pero alam ko, bago siya papapasokin sa naiya, dapat may nagpapasok na siya. Eh. Well, breaking news from the Department of Health. No mutated strain of COVID-19 has been detected so far on local shores. And here to tell us more about it, Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere. She joins us now on the phone. Undersecretary, Happy New Year to you and thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Good afternoon and Happy New Year to you, Australia. All right. So let's begin with this breaking news from the DOH. The mutated strain has not reached our local shores. How did you come up with that finding? Well, uh, we have uh, the Philippine Genome Center, which has done the genome sequencing of all of these incoming passengers, uh, about 74 of them coming from affected countries turned positive, and it was uh, processed through this genome sequencing. Aside from that, we were able to get samples uh, from our patients here in the hospitals uh, in the different regions, also doing samples from areas with clustering of cases. 
And among these uh, 305 samples that we have tested for this genome sequencing, we were not able to identify this variant that, has, uh, that is being, uh, that is the issue right now. But how do you reconcile that finding then with the case of the uh, Hong Kong resident that arrived there from the Philippines uh, testing positive for this new strain? Well, we have to get the full context of this uh, situation. We have not received word yet from the Hong Kong authorities about the full details of this uh, apparent passenger who tested for this uh, new variant. We have to remember also that the passenger arrived in Hong Kong on December 22, and they were only able to release the genome sequence result uh, just last night or yesterday. So we have to get the full details so that we will be able to know and determine if really uh, the, the, the traveler uh, came from the Philippines and did not pass through any, uh, did not go to any countries uh, before going here to the Philippines or if she has stayed here for long. Uh, we already were able to get the manifest coming from the PR300 and we were able to zero in on travelers who have this same age and also female and we are now doing the contact tracing and getting more information so that we can be able to initiate preventive measures. Well, any initial information coming from your contact tracing, Undersecretary? Uh, we just started uh, calling and coordinating the different regions where uh, these 30-year-old uh, females were identified. So we will be giving information to the public maybe this afternoon. All right. What are the chances, though, Undersecretary, that this mutated strain will find its way here to the Philippines? Well, the risk of uh, having the variant here in the country, as we see that m almost all the countries already have this variant, is very high. And uh, we are continuously reminding our public that uh, whatever variant that we have right here, the compliance, strict compliance to minimum public health standards should be our key for us to prevent the further spread of this disease. I know that you're in constant coordination with the WHO, maybe with your um, counterparts also in these countries where this new strain has been detected. What else can you tell us about this new strain? We know that the transmission is faster, but what else do we know about this mutated variant? Well, uh, first, the public has to, be, has to know that uh, according to our experts, mutations of a virus happens inevitably. It, they adapt to the environment and therefore there are a lot of mutations that happens in a single virus. And it can go to thousands. And uh, all of these mutations, uh, not all of these mutations are harmful to the population. There would just be some which would be harmful wherein this uh, specific variants had been identified already like the UK variant. Uh, the variant from the South Africa, and also there is this uh, another variant that is being identified in Malaysia. We uh, had this kind of uh, variant here in the country last June, where we were able to see this D614G variant, which apparently, and uh, according to our experts, might be one of the factors why we had this increase in the number of cases last July and August here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Now, but this new um, strain, though, Undersecretary, um, does faster transmission also mean a more aggressive viral infection? Is there anything, um, uh, any scientific evidence that would point to that? 
Well, uh, based on evidence and based on science and according to our experts, this new variant is more transmissible. It's about 50 to 60 percent more transmissible. But uh, evidence as to it's going to cause more severe infection and all, we do not have that evidence yet. And uh, the data does not indicate that it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause severe infections. But uh, we still need to be very compliant to minimum public health standards so that we can be able to prevent the increase in the number of cases if and when this variant comes in the country. Back here in the newsroom, the United Kingdom records more than 60,000 new COVID-19 cases for the first time amid the spread of the more infectious coronavirus variant. The number of new daily cases has been over 50,000 over the last eight days. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the latest data shows 2% of the population are currently infected. Meanwhile, more than 1.3 million people have already received their first doses of a COVID-19 vaccine. Johnson says they plan to ramp up inoculations to up to 2 million a week to achieve a significant degree of immunity in two to three weeks. Since the start of the pandemic, the UK has logged more than 2.7 million infections and over 76,000 COVID-related deaths. Scotland's First Minister warns President Trump against traveling to the country amid speculation he was planning a golfing trip to a Scottish golf resort to avoid his successor's inauguration on January 20th. Nicola Sturgeon ordered a new lockdown on Monday with all but essential travel into the country banned to tackle the escalating COVID-19 crisis there. I've no idea what Donald Trump's travel plans are. Um, uh, You'll be glad to know. Um, I hope and expect uh, that as everybody hopes and everybody expects, not everybody necessarily will hope that the travel plan immediately that he has is to to exit the White House. Um, But beyond that, I don't uh, don't know. But it's not, uh, you know, we are not uh, allowing people to come into Scotland for uh, without an essential purpose right now. And that would apply to him just as it applies to anybody uh, else. And uh, coming to play golf is not what I would consider to be an essential purpose. Germany extends its nationwide lockdown until the end of the month and introduces tougher new restrictions to curb surging coronavirus infections. For the first time, the new rules restrict non-essential travel for residents of hard-hit areas. Shops, restaurants and schools will remain shut. Like many other European countries, Germany is struggling to contain a second wave of the virus. Concern is growing that hospitals will struggle to cope and German Chancellor Angela Merkel says... The more infectious coronavirus variant has increased the need for more caution. Germany has recorded more than 1.8 million COVID-19 cases and over 36,000 deaths from the virus. Metro Manila's police chief rejects the Makati police's declaration. The case of flight attendant Christine Dacera's death has already been solved. And as Czech Batalliones tells us, Dacera's family is seeking an independent autopsy. Paano mo naging rape? Bakla po ako. Never po ako nakapagtalik sa babae ever in my life. Hindi ako natuturn ng babae. Gregorio de Guzman was emotional when he faced the media Monday morning. He's one of 11 personalities being implicated in the death of flight attendant Christine Dacera who was found unconscious in the bathtub of a hotel in Makati New Year's Day. De Guzman admitted he was at the New Year's Eve party together with Christine and some friends. 
tuwang-tuwa si Tin. Ang saya namin. Yun po naalala ko. He says they stayed in one room while they had common friends at an adjoining room who also partied with them. Sa kabilang room, hindi ko pa maalala yung exact number. Pero mga six or eight lang po. Pagpasok ko po, nanotice ko po. Lahat sila pong mga lalaki at para pong bakla. Kagaya namin po lahat. Pero mas may edad po. At sa mabadang po may mga matching pajamas pa po. But the party took a tragic turn when they found Christine in a bathtub around noon on New Year's Day. Sinek ko yung ilong niya, ginanong ko kung may, may air na lumalabas. Wala. Tapos, sinek ko kung may heartbeat siya. Wala rin. Sabi ko, Rom, tulungan mo katanggalin natin sa bathtub. I need to give her CPR. Sabi ko, Tin, Tin, babe, gising na, gising na, please. Tapos, inupisa ko mag-CPR. Tapos, sa bandang isip ko, bakit ayaw niyang gumising? Nahihirapan na ako, tumutuyo na yung, yung bibig ko. Naalala ko, malambot pa siya. Naalala ko nung hinaw, gina, binuhat namin siya gamit yung kamay niya, yung arms niya. Palabas ng tub, warm pa siya. Christine was brought to a hospital but she was declared dead on arrival. Eleven men who were with Christine that night were later charged with rape with homicide. Police say bruises were found on the victim's body and there were signs she was abused. Investigators found no other fatal injuries based on her death certificate. She died due to a ruptured aortic aneurysm. Because probably of yung taas ng level ng toxicity ng alcohol and then yung very, ano yung atakihin ka naman pag sobrang, di ba, sobrang taas ng BP mo. Police say there were bottles of alcohol in both rooms but no illegal drugs were found. But based on the statement of one of the suspects, Christine said one drink made her feel dizzy. Si Christine mismo nagsabi sa kay Romel sa isang in custody natin na sabi niya, yung friend niya talaga to eh, kakabin ko rin sabi niya. Sabi niya, parang may nilagay sa drinks ko, parang sumama pa kinamdam ko, sabi niya. Sabi niya, sino naman, nagbagit siya ng pangalan. But the Dacera family is disputing the findings of the Makati police. They are seeking an independent autopsy on Christine. Kasi yung sinasabing ruptured aortic aneurysm could be only a result of the assault. Yun ang aming position. Three of the 11 suspects are now in police custody. Police also note, some of the personalities went home conspicuously early. Yung plea na yan would suggest na something went wrong and they don't want to get involved. For the Makati PNP, this is considered case closed. NCRPO Chief Vicente Danao, however, maintains the Seras case is far from solved. Danao points out, eight suspects remain at large. Kung wala naman po tayong kasalanan, so why do you need to hide, kumbaga? Okay, so as of now, we're still digging deeper on the case. Okay, kasi we have to hear the side ng mga kasama niyang natitira. Jack Batallones, ABS-CBN News. That'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Play back this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe, you guys. Keep here on ANC.
is the Philippines.